0: Welcome to the Black Girl in College podcast, where we are two black girls sharing our experiences
1: of this bumpy journey called college. In doing so, we hope to create a comfortable and safe space for those who may relate to our experiences.
0: We are your hosts, Kiki and Mo. And on today's episode, we will be discussing financial, financial college, college hacks and, and tips. So
1: we wanted to do this episode
0: just because, like, it's hard out here. <laughs> yes, and it's tough. It's hard out here. So, college not for the weak. You know, we're going to be talking about our college hacks and tips, how to save money, live better campus resources, food insecurity,
1: mm-hmm. all of that good thing. we so are going to get into it.
0: First question, just to kick it off, did budgeting come natural to you?
1: Oh, we're going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to say no. Um, my parents, they have two different types of ways that they spend their money And I I think personally, don't know if my mom want to hear it, I think personally my dad is very good at budgeting. So he's definitely like that main person. He's like that resource in the family that we go to when it comes to finances and just understanding how money works and what we should do with it. But it definitely didn't come naturally. I didn't have to, I guess up until college. I didn't have to budget, yeah. you know, like when we, your money when we had that job in high school, <laughs> you just needed a little money to get that shoes, you know what I mean, a mm. little makeup, whatever the case may be, so you didn't really have to budget because you didn't have true, like,
0: uh, priorities and yeah.
1: responsibilities, you didn't, I don't, I didn't have a car note then, I didn't have mm. car insurance then, so it was like, I didn't really have to budget, and then when I had those responsibilities, it was like, oh, you can't spend the way you spend and still expect to cover, like, your responsibilities, Mm-hmm. So I am gonna throw it back at you. Do you think budgeting came natural for you? I mean, kind of did in
0: a way because I definitely grew up budgeting. Like, well, we used to go shopping. My mom used to be like, "I am only spending X amount of money," and I yes. used to max out. I used to, yeah, I found this on the clearance rack. If you buy with this, you get this one free. Period. So I was definitely already from a young age like doing the, the you know, coupon and discounts and mm-hmm. and in that clearance aisle, but. Yeah, budgeting. I would say it. I guess it kind of came natural to me, but it definitely looked different in college. Kind of like what you said, just having the responsibility and bills to pay. Like um, I had to definitely reframe my budgeting in recent years because for me, I had to realize a lot of stuff aren't necessities that I claimed was a necessity. Mm-hmm. I don't have money yes. to get my pay my bills and get all the wants. Like I had to tell myself, you don't need it eat out like that's not a necessity you getting Three spending $30 week? on that skincare was not a necessity at all you didn't need to you did not need to get your nails done. so it's all them little you're speaking to somebody right now I'm speaking to myself it's all them little <laughs> things because it's like you know I was at a point I'm like I don't have enough money and uh-huh. then you know after talking to God I'm like you know I'm being ungrateful because my bills are paid I've been I always got food on the table so it's exactly. like I gotta stop telling myself I don't have money I just need to redirect where that money's going i need to be realistic and know that exactly. i don't have money to buy all these other uh quote-unquote unnecessary things mm-hmm. but, and
1: i love that you brought up god with that because like you said i do have money and it's just like i wish i maybe you wish you had more like you said yeah. but at the same time recognizing bills are paid i'm not going without food mm-hmm. i'm still you know got gas in the car so it's like recognizing god is still covering you you Definitely. just being ungrateful And asking for more. You're being greedy and asking for more. Like right now, you don't need more because if I have more, what would I do with it? Be irresponsible. Be irresponsible. I should not be at Applebee's right now. I should know. No. I should you know what I mean? Like Mm and God knows if if He gave me more, what I would do with this. So he's humbling me and showing me like what to do with it now? So then, when he gives me more, I ain't gonna be irresponsible.
0: Yeah, he definitely had to humble me a few times because you know I have my money up. i like, I've been saving. My bills are paid. I got a little extra. I'm gonna buy this wig. He no, you're not because I told you you didn't need to buy that wig at all. And, and I I another expense coming. Yep, he said I'm gonna let your car do a little something. Mm. And you know he was doing that consistently back to back to back for a few months, and it just made me realize you know let me stop being ungrateful. Exactly. Let me stop planning my money around. Like, did I really need to buy clothes every check? Do I need to mm-hmm. put a, a proportion aside for that? So yeah, back to no, no <laughs> that's a part of it,
1: period. So, I guess, how do you budget now? Um, I definitely there's a, I take time to just write down, like, my upcoming bills. And then, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't make enough while I'm in college, so I, I do what I can when I get it. So, it's just figuring out, okay... You know, when is this due? And I get paid before then. I got to pay that as soon as possible so it's not late, any type of fees. Mm-hmm. So it's just really writing out. Like, I keep, some people keep it separate, but I feel like that's way too much. um What do they call those? Journals or. Um,
0: bullet journals. Yeah, bullet journals mm-hmm. and
1: stuff like that. Like um Like your calendar, they have one for their lives and for school. And that's just too much for me. Because we do this podcast, too. So I I just keep it all in you the say same. You said they all clash
0: with the same schedule. I can't be looking at three different calendars. Like, well, I I'm, I'm
1: forgetting one in my room. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I just keep it all in the same place. And I actually make sure I look back at it. Like, I'm not just using it for color and making it seem like, oh, I'm organized. Like, I look back at it. I'm like, I got bills to pay. And I especially right. look back at it because it's like bills are coming up, and it encourages me not to be irresponsible because who am I to blame when I don't have that money for it? You know what I mean? So definitely make sure I handle all my expenses before then, before I just go out and spit and stuff. And especially, like, if there's something that I want. Like, I make a list of things that I want, and then I go through, like, do you really need it, though? Mm -hmm. You know, and then I realize, okay, you you can only afford to get one thing off that list right now, which is fine because I really actually need it. You know what I mean? Right. So that's honestly just how I budget. Also, make sure I turn on, like, notifications and stuff. And I I use my Remind app. You know I love my Remind app. Yep, me too. Girl, I tell myself (laughs) seven days in advance a bill is coming up. The -hmm. night before, all that. Make sure I can transfer my money because you don't want your account going to negative because that affects your credit score. Like, I wish I didn't have to think about that while I was in school. But when we get out of school, we got that credit score to worry about. you know what I mean we do. so I've been ignoring that right now, but it, it and cool. it's understandable, you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like when your account is negative and you don't have the funds and all that type of stuff where there's different things that you can you know you can ask for like I guess a longer period to pay back or you know pay mm-hmm. your bill or whatever. so how do you budget? um I always
0: well I have a, a spreadsheet because I need to, I need to do mm. it just like that, but um, I have a spreadsheet on Google. I make sure I have my bills paid. Um, I make sure, I, yeah, I include my bills, my needs, mm-hmm. and then some of those things that are these, but, like, that pop-up that you don't need, like, to buy every week. Right. Uh, make sure I factor in, like, just beauty, hygiene, stuff like that. Apartment, I have a category for that, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. apartment going to need some from time to time. But I definitely budget. Um, I as well have a list of wants. And, you know, that list has been getting longer because I realized some of them needs was not needs. Um, but also, in my... You know, I'm human, so in my budget, I also do factor in, like, some of them once. I make sure I at least get one, two once right. a month, and then, you know, some recreation space. But that's kind of just how I do mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I update it daily if I need to. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I actually didn't go nowhere this paycheck, so I actually didn't spend this much money on gas. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put that towards a one. Or I can just say I'm going to put that in the savings. Sometimes I just leave it there. I don't even decide what to do with it because it's like mm-hmm. something could come up, Um that's really how I've been budgeting lately. It's been working pretty well and I've been saving money. My bills been paid. I've been living comfortably and it really made a difference because it's not as if I'm making more money. I'm not making more money this year than I was last year. It's mm-hmm. just simply I'm making sure I put it in the right place. I'm making sure I'm budgeting. Um, it's a lot that you can do on a budget. Like for example, me, I'll, you know, I'll tell my business, I get paid bi-weekly and I spend $50 on groceries, and that may not seem like a lot. I'm only one person. That's 100 but a month, though. I realize, like, even going to the food pantry, like, with that 50, like, I I can really stretch it, and yes. it's it's not even like, oh, I gotta starve. I really mm-hmm. be making full meals, but just like me having to realize, oh, maybe if I do budget, I actually can do stuff for a cheaper price. Because before I was budgeting, I was just buying food. There was no reason I was spending eighty, a hundred dollars, like every grocery shop. five. Like I was feeding a family five. Most of the food was just sitting in there for a long time, so it just. Got better with that um, meal planning on top of budgeting, seeing where that 50 is going. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's how I budget now. And I think it's still a work in progress still. That's, that's what I'm doing right now, but I'm still working mm-hmm. on putting together a more refined system.
1: No, for real. I, I clap it up to you because I'm trying to get there. It's just like, and like you said, you're working. You realize you had enough, but you just have to switch your priorities. Me personally, and I'm speaking to people who can definitely understand working and going to school. Like you do as well, right. but like I seriously just don't have the time I can put into work to make more because sometimes your bills are more expensive than what you're getting paid. Yep. So all I'm gonna say is count on God, stay patient because sure. it is a struggle. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't finna lie, I was crying. We was dropping some tears because it's just like dang, mm-hmm. I am working hard and it's just like I, I can't make enough to handle my my priorities and I want to, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So just just stay patient. God gonna cover you. He been covering me. You just you just gotta have faith in him. You know what I mean. So. Mm-hmm. And then even just on the note of,
0: like, budgeting, not making enough and stuff like that, um, we also want to touch on, like, campus resources, campus departments that you can tap into. Because that's also, like I said, I haven't been making a lot. I ain't been making more money than I have last year, but... I've definitely been feeling more rich this year than mm-hmm. last year. Um, gratitude being one of those things, but definitely okay. using my resources. So, Monifa, what are some campus resources that you use? And also, like, this is just us speaking from our experience. We don't know who's listening or what campus you may right. or may not be on. So, this is our campus resources. Definitely would encourage mm-hmm. y'all to look into your own campuses resources because it might not be titled the same thing, but they might have the same or similar programs.
1: Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Definitely look into your campus resources because like you said, it might be titled differently. And it is unfortunate. I do believe campuses don't showcase a lot of the resources that they have. Like we have an on-campus health clinic not trying to get off, like, sidetrack, but they have new resources for, like, mental health, but it's only showcased inside of the, the health clinic, not on campus. So, like, mm-hmm. definitely you're going to have to dig deep, which I don't feel you should have to. It should just be there. But definitely, like, reach out to whoever professors go to that department and they can, uh, you know, um, tell you to, where else to go. But mm-hmm. um, if you guys don't remember, I do go to I. So, on campus, we have the CME, which is the Center for Multicultural Education and it's really like the hangout spot, but I put it because um Kita and Mr. Carlos—they are like they're like the uncle and on. They really gonna look out for you. You don't have to be ashamed to come to them. They definitely might spot you a few things or like whatever they have that they can give you. Um, there's always events thrown there, so there's like always food. So. Like, I'm not saying go in there and go crazy, but at the same time, if you need a little snack or something, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a spot that people can pull up and know that they can count on getting a plate, because there's always something going on. And then the events that happen, you can win gift cards and stuff like that, that you can go spend on groceries, or whatever it is that you need, that you haven't been able to get. Um, Then we also have the financial aid and, like, scholarship department. And this is recent for me, because over the summer, I realized, like, I was saving. Like, I was doing my part, but I wasn't able to save enough. And also, you know, money has to slip between saving and bills. And then I eventually found out about, like, you can get, like, a budget increase for, like, um, through, I guess, your tuition or whatever. And you just have to basically send email and just prove for what you need. And, like, it, like they'll let you do it for, like, school stuff. So, like, equipment, like, I needed, you know, I wanted to go from less stuff in my backpack, so I wanted to get an iPad. You know what I mean? And I definitely waited till it was, like, you know, college um, discount everything like Mm -hmm. at target just making sure the right time so i didn't have to get too much of the budget increase so that was also a very helpful resource you just had to like send i basically had to send what i needed it for price and everything just it's just like proof you know what i Mm -hmm. mean but she was very nice and welcoming she was also suggesting stuff you know that was a little more cheaper but still good quality so those are good resources like you said just don't be ashamed like look for those resources and get them before you go out somewhere else
0: Mm-hmm. um i'll say for me like on iowa state we do have a lot of resources but same thing as most campus you kind of got to dig for them and also not even just digging for them you got to know the right people i'm not going to jump ahead because we do want to talk about like you know making those campus connections yes. to find the right human we gonna get into it the right human resources but like yeah we do have our um for us it's called mss the multicultural student services you go in there they got a whole table of pamphlets and resources phone numbers department stuff like that um I do go in there every week. Um, they always got some candy here, some snacks. And mm. They always got my favorite candy, so I'll make sure right. I grab a handful. That's probably greedy to say out loud, but I, I grab a handful of that candy. Um, Sometimes it just be sitting there. It be sitting there, and it be busting. But, um, yeah, just making sure you visit those offices, meet with uh, faculty, and see, like, what resources do they have hidden. Um, every school got that financial aid office. I ain't even going to get into that because it's more negative experience than actual resource. So I really don't think that's real resource, but I ain't going to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also have, like, at Iowa State, we have our Sloss House of Gender um, Equity, Gender and Equity, Woman and Gender Equity. Mm-hmm. So um, we have, like, a resource room in there where it's like food pantry, but they also st- have stuff for, like, babies and student mothers and other resources in there. So mm-hmm. um, just making sure that you find those campus resources in those departments. Um, you might have to search the whole school website to find them. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's worth it, definitely worth it. Um, so there's a lot of resources I use, and I try to get the word out, but I feel like a lot of people just don't know about them or don't mm. use them. But one of the resources I really love is the food pantry. So like Go talk before we even it. talk about the food pantry, let's bring up food insecurity. Go ahead and talk
1: about food insecurity. Um, let's so talk about
0: it. food insecurity is defined by the U.S. Department of Agriculture as a lack of consistent access to enough food for an active, healthy lifestyle. So food insecurity... When I was doing the research, just looking at it, it was described as an invisible epidemic. And I think that's true because I don't have no statistics on me right now. But if you ask students how many meals they eat a day, someone will say one, some will say two, a few people will say three. But I don't Mm -hmm. think I don't even think it's necessarily like, oh, I just don't eat because that is the case sometimes. Sometimes you just don't eat or you're too busy to eat or it's a mental health um, issue going on. But Mm -hmm. a lot of time it's food insecurity. It's I don't eat three meals a day because I have to budget what meal I'm going to eat. I don't know what meal I'm going to have today. The meals are inconsistent. Maybe it's like, okay, I know I got meals for Monday through Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm going to have to wing it. I'm going to see if there's an event to go to. But um, a lot of people just, they don't, that is not uh, like available access. Um, looking at more statistics, according to healthaffairs.org and fall of 2020, 29% of students experienced food insecurity and 70% of those students were black students in comparison to 54% white students. So,
1: that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of people crazy. in my community. That is crazy.
0: That's a lot. That's yes. because thinking of the math, we got like just an estimate off the top of my head, about a thousand black students at my school. That would be 700 experiencing food insecurity. And some people experience food insecurity and don't even know what to label it. I know people don't like mm-hmm. labels, you know, it's taboo, but they don't know what to call it. They just, you know, I'm, I don't got consistent meals, but they don't know right. that that's an actual issue. And that's something that actually goes, um, just goes on in general. And also on top of that, the SNAP benefits, formerly mm. known as EBT, some people know as the link card. Right. Um, them requirements have changed because me and a million and one people have been trying to apply this year. Them, them requirements have changed.
1: They are hard COVID
0: to the government, COVID is over. It is over, y'all. So that is not an excuse no more. It's been really hard. The the requirements, the restrictions, they have gone up and they not giving them out no more like they used to be. So At it's all. just it's hard to access food. Um, one thing I do like about our campus, we do have a food pantry and it gets restocked weekly. And that's a resource I've really been using because um, some weeks is better than others, but definitely have been getting a lot, like even a decent amount of groceries, even if it's $20 mm-hmm. worth of groceries, that's a lot. So when I do go grocery shopping, it's like that takes off how much money I have to actually spend out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would like to talk about food insecurity. No, and for what sure. That looks like I, I, I definitely
1: um, agree with that. And like... Okay, y'all, when we say COVID is over, like, we understand that it's not, but I do believe that places are still using it as an excuse, like, they've made requirements much more harsher through that, like, global epidemic. But it's just, like, especially the SNAP, or I'll I, I call it UBT. because too, that's, girl, that, anyway, I grew UB up T. on UBT, <laughs> and my mama grew up on Link, but I just think that's because she's from the Illinois area or whatever. But it's just, like, I used to, I don't know if y'all know, and I don't know if the, it was just me, but, like... If you have a meal plan, you cannot get snapped, point blank, period. Yep. So imagine, like, you were already struggling and it was difficult for you to pay for the lowest meal plan. Yep. And you still can't get, like, resources outside of that. Like, I was so confused. And then when I was receiving it, do you know how much I received? And I'm going to say it because I'm not ashamed. What? $23. That was something. It was something, but it's no, like, but like think, think about the grocery prices today, though. That's three items. And that's, that's, that's you know what I mean? Like, what what can I do with that? And it's like, I'm not asking for a lot, but right. I don't think $23 can allocate for what a student needs, especially you love to talk about inflation. Things mm-hmm. are going up. Like, what can I do with twenty twenty dollars dollars really is a tax. Like what means you know what I mean? Getting, that's, and it's huh. just, I don't know, it's very frustrating because as a student, we already have to worry about finding the motivation and not giving in to procrastination and discouragement. And distractions, which was difficult for me in the last week. I'm going to be very transparent and honest. But we have to deal with that and making sure we go to class on time, doing our work, and making sure we put in the work to get our degree. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. So it's just
1: like on top of that, I don't feel like students should have to worry about food. Like they shouldn't worry about how they're going to get it or pay for it. Like I've already given you my tuition. Like how can – and it was a video that I watched in class. It was like how can a student learn – if their bellies are growling, if yep. that's all they can focus on, you can't expect me to do something. And you, we talk about food. Food is nourishment for the body. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I? How do you expect me to not receive nourishment, but be able to like turn my mind on to learn when my body is thinking about something different that the body needs? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just frustrating. Sense. I think it's just a little frustrating, and it, it is discouraging for students because, like you said. Like you said about the Monday, Tuesday, I got that covered, but Wednesday I'm going to have to wing it. Like students yep. should not be experiencing that. You should not have to – you can go to an event and eat, but you shouldn't have to count on that being your meal for the day. And like you said, students might say one or two, and I think students still say three or four, but it's also about the portion size of those meals. Are they even yeah. adequate sizes for your body to receive what it needs?
0: Mm-hmm. And let me just say this now, cause um, like you mentioned, the lowest meal plan is not enough. But um, yeah. So my second year of college, I did have the lowest meal plan because I was like, I don't want to waste money. Cause the year before, they mm-hmm. had like the second highest. I don't know, but it was too much, and I'm like, I need to save money because I'm paying for my college. Right. That lowest meal plan is not enough because I still have to go shop out of that. So they, it's good that they're trying to provide options, but it is, yeah. It's hard out here. It's hard out here for food. That's all I'm mm-hmm. going to say. It's hard out here. Food insecurity is real. Um, I feel like the conversation needs to be happening more and just people opening up and being more honest about it. So we right. Can, so we can get those um, resources. Like like you said earlier, like closed mouth don't get fed. Like if people don't know that you're struggling with something, the school won't even think to open up those resources and make them more available. Yes.
1: I, need, I just need campuses, like the universities, to advocate for their students more. A like I, I'm not quite sure. I know it's like the whole state and federal thing of where the funding comes from, but at the same time, it's just like, you know what your students need. Mm-hmm. And why would you want us coming to campus where you cannot provide for us, nor give us those resources, or give us the runaround of like, just wait on it, or here you go, and then they send me somewhere else. Right. Like, actually be here for your students, point blank, period. Definitely. So going on with that... So now we're gonna talk about scholarships and grants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you go because you saying that.
0: Well, okay. So scholarships and grants for me, um, like I said, I ain't even. And this is how I feel, but I don't think financial aid. That's that's not even a real resource for real because they don't. I don't know what they be doing. The Fast yeah, they give you that money, but like the financial aid office is what I'm talking about. Not right. not the Fast. are not talking about Fast.
1: Fast. am talking about thing. the Fast for be, FAFSA doing, her be thing.
0: doing the thing. But the financial aid office, they that's all a prank. When they you struggling with school, go in there and and talk and blah blah blah. And I don't know if I mentioned it in a previous episode or not, but there's for a minute I didn't know how my bills was. Finna. I didn't know if I was going to be able to register for the next semester because I'm like, um, this is a few thousands. Personally, I just don't have
1: that right. um
0: in the account. They I love can't to give you a that. budget plan. They love to. They 20. do like well, I'm not even budgeting that because I still too much to be trying to budget throughout the semester. Like I'm not working all. my full check is going to this this bill, but um God figured it out. Long anyway, back Amen. to get back on track, but um. I think definitely when it comes to scholarships and grants, heavy on the seek external external um, sort resources and stuff like that. Like, don't be afraid to reach outside of your school. Mm-mm. I think it also depends. Um, I know for me, I apply for the school scholarships every single year and got one single one. They'd be lying on there. I haven't got a single scholarship from my school. Um, I got external scholarships, but none from my school. And um, I went to the financial aid office. I was just asking about it because I'm like, this don't make no sense because y'all swear y'all got $52 million in scholarships. Y'all can't even give me $500. So um, I know, like, specifically for my major, I'm interior design. They don't have, like, scholarships really for that major. I know a lot of the other people who do get scholarships through the school is because it's through their major. Um, a lot of the um, sororities and fraternities, specifically the historically white ones, they have a lot of, like, through the school um, they have a lot of scholarships for that. But other than that, it's like, yeah. if I don't fall in any category for y'all, I'm not even multicultural enough. Like, what scholarships are y'all really giving out? Like, they don't give out any scholarships for me. So I had to definitely seek those external ones. Mm-hmm. And just advice, like, for people when they do meet the financial aid office, definitely ask them, because they can look this up. Ask them, like, what your um, need-based percentage is. Because for me, they said I'm a zero-need student, meaning my parents are
1: rich, so I'm rich. That's that's their words, not mine. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> their I words, did. not mine.
0: But um, you said come to my
1: house so you can see how it really work. Cause y'all lying. I said who rich? Cause I don't care what it says on the dotted line. Mom, we need to talk. See the lifestyle. <clears throat> Mom, we need to talk. Apparently, you're rich and you can pay my college. Apparently, you're rich. But yeah,
0: definitely ask about that number and see what that percentage is. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They don't really. They just give you the I'm so sorry. We can't. We ain't got no money for you story. But yeah, I, I will say, and it's it's hard trying to find those external scholarships because they say there's a million and one out there but why is it 800 people trying to compete for one scholarship literally don't make no sense definitely that's when you need to tap on like faculty staff like who's your advisor who's your um maybe dean of students um what like those people in those positions asking them about scholarships cuz that's also how I've gotten a lot of my scholarships mm-hmm. just by knowing somebody but how do you you know you talk about the scholarships and grants yeah. and what advice you can give to people to secure those No so, yeah I
1: definitely agree with the um looking for external scholarships and grants and like like you said it's like 800 people competing for one and I remember I don't know if you remember back when we were elementary school we were doing the whole gear up Iowa mm-hmm. and they were like telling us like the um, scholarships and grants that are real and ones that are scams so mm-hmm. like definitely look into that as well because I, I remember public period they said if they ask for your social security number it's a scam like they should never ask for that or if it doesn't require I guess some type of essay or yeah. like Something you have to write outside of just filling your information of where you're going and, like, why, it's probably a scam and it's not as real as it seems. So Mm -hmm. as you're looking for their external resources, just make sure you're not, like, you know, getting too eager and overlooking, like, red flags. Um, I think it is unfortunate that your school... It's not good when it comes to like the financial department.
0: I'll just speak on behalf of myself though, because I know a lot of people getting scholarships. It's just not me. You know, (laughs) but yeah, go ahead. And
1: and that's important though, because you are a part of the school. You're you represent like yes, you don't represent the whole population of Black people, but you're a part of the population of Black people at Iowa State, and that's important because it shouldn't there shouldn't just be scholarships for certain students in certain majors. It should be able. There should be some allocated for all. Mm -hmm. So that's that's very unfortunate, and um, y'all need to fix that. Um, at UNI, my experience has been pretty good when it comes to, like, fast food, She always do her thing. Financial yeah. aid. I've gotten a few scholarships through the school, which is really nice. And definitely, like, don't be, um, you know, like, you already are grateful to receive a scholarship, but actually see what, I guess, the requirements are and if it's, like, uh yearly. You know what I mean? Cuz sometimes it just might happen that year, but see if you can get it next year. See when you got to re cuz there's like a few scholarships I have to reapply for, but mm-hmm. see like if you've already gotten it, you can get in beforehand cuz you've basically already gotten it before. You know what I mean? So definitely yeah. look into that to see if it's just for the year and then if you got to do more like, you know, um research to get other ones to allocate for like that missing money for next year, definitely look into that, but I mean, those external sources are definitely important. Definitely talk to your faculties and see how they can help you, especially within your department, because, like, do not be ashamed, because you want to be able to be covered for school. Like, I'm very very blessed to not have to worry about being financially covered, like tuition for school, because I understand it is very hard, you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. And I've also put in hard work for it, but I do understand, like you said, it's certain majors and certain students, and that's not fair. Point blank, period. Like, we should all have a chance and competing for the same scholarship because I'm well qualified for it, just like everybody else.
0: Yeah, definitely. And just like on the note of scholarships, grants, um, school research, and stuff like that, just moving forward to like talking about networking. Yes. And I know that word networking is so irritating because when I first came to college, everybody, never said network, network. connection. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I'm saying hi, my name is to everybody. Like, is this mm-hmm. even networking? Um, I know I hate that advice, but like I'm gonna just say it. <laughs> but like it's like, you know, you, you won't get it until you get it. But exactly. um and also it could look different for different people. But mm-hmm. networking is definitely important. And I don't mean just like networking as in, oh I got fifty friends, like you know, I got a friend who does this and a friend who does that, which it can be. Your peers mm-hmm. can be part of your network and stuff like that. But um What is it doing for you? Important to right. See, Anyway, (laughs) making sure we're getting the the good, not the good, but the needed networking. You know, Mm -hmm. like I say, you know, my best friend does hair. and that's good having a network. Maybe she does my hair for cheap or something. But you want to make sure you have those faculty and staff networks as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And just making sure that you know the right people and the right people know your needs and – just being humble and having that vulnerability to say what you need. So, for example, um, last year I was definitely struggling with that scholarship. I'm like, y'all, I don't know how to – I don't even think I can come back here next year. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I had a lot of leadership positions and stuff like that. And just on top of that, you know, my education. So I'm like, yeah, somebody's going to need to give me some money somewhere. So I went to almost every single campus department and said I'm broke, I need money and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, initially it was like – you know, a lot of people, they, we don't have anything, sorry, blah, blah, blah. But um, slowly people started reaching out, campus departments or just specific faculty and staff members reaching out and sending like, oh, well, there's this uh, scholarship that's, you know, through the city of Ames or there's a scholarship through this organization and stuff like that. And last year I was able, I don't, I don't know the exact number, but I had a lot of scholarships sent to me and I was able to uh, secure every single one of those so that was good for me Period. but it's like if I didn't know those people I wouldn't even got those opp- opportunities sent to me because not everything's out in the open not everything is put on a banner not everything's put on the university tvs but making sure that you're connected to, with the right people the dean of students a distant yes. assistant dean of students um, vice president whatever whoever is in those positions make sure you have the faculty and staff because they'll be the ones sending you opportunities like I got a job 2 weeks ago and the reason like the person reached out to me cuz they not only knew that I was a good student and a good leader but they knew I was an interior designer like we okay. actually need an interior designer Talk in about it. We actually need an interior designer in this position cuz that's where we're short in the department so it's like if they didn't know that I needed a, I really didn't need a job but I did but I didn't right. but anyway um I didn't need two jobs <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah so if they didn't if I didn't connect with that person I wouldn't have got that job mm-hmm. um Like, I maybe would have, but I probably wouldn't have, like, it would have went to the job board. They reached out to me before I got on the job board, long story short. But Mm -hmm. um, just making sure you have those right connections, opportunities. I will say most of the opportunities I have is from knowing somebody. Um,
1: And that's what it is. It is. So, yeah, not every
0: person in your network needs to be your best friend just because I know, like, that networking word is just so iffy and it's so weird. Like why is network, network, network? Like that's so Maybe weird, we can say connections. Like, I don't, don't want to just get random people's numbers just to say I've net Yeah, connections. Right, man, we gotta say a better <laughs> word. Connections would be a much better word. Because um, everybody
1: just saying network like, no, you just know people who do things. You're actually putting them on. How are they putting you mm-hmm. on? You know what I mean?
0: And I think yeah, connections is definitely a better word because those people that have like been sending me opportunities, it wasn't like a formal hi, um my name's Kira, shake hands and you know, me give them a resume or nothing mm-hmm. like that. It's literally just me having a um, a personal connection with these people and making sure like I check in with them, visit their office and talk to them. So yeah, connections. We're going to stick with that. We're gonna connections. connections. Forget networking. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and then I think also even just having that network, you can attract opportunities because me expanding my network, like I have a lot of opportunities um, just coming my way just because everybody, not everybody, but the people I have network with, they know like some of the things I struggle with, some of the things I want, some of the things I need. Like just because they have that knowledge, they know when they see something pop up, they oh, Kira, she said right. she wanted to do more this and that. So they'll send it straight straight to me. So And that's what's up. It's about that that vulnerability and humility. Mm-hmm. But you know yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna definitely <laughs> we get, into get into hum- that. But yeah, we're you talk about it. your like how networking has helped you mm-hmm. just like in life in general. It doesn't even have to be school, just getting those resources.
1: No, definitely it's like and it's on I don't want to say it's unfortunate, but you do have to know people to sometimes receive certain things. But like you say, it's networking can help you build connections. Networking is not where it starts and it stops. You know what I mean? Like, within that web, you meet somebody who's like, well, I know somebody who can help you with this. So then you can also, like, just expand in knowledge and in leadership skills. You know what I mean? So I think you can also – a way that I have made connections is volunteering as well. Like, um, there was – One class was it was um, required of us to volunteer for like I think it was like 30 hours of the semester. Mm -hmm. And I volunteered at this certain place and they still reach out. Was like, giving me opportunities. And it also helps because I'm in a social work major, so it gives me, like, experience, like, lived experience before I actually graduate and go out there in the world and, like, help people. So mm-hmm. it's not always about what you can get, but sometimes it's about what you can do. And, like, in return, I am getting experience. I am right. getting knowledge of how I can help people who are struggling. Um, i also been volunteering more at church, which has been very helpful. And in that, I made a connection with somebody who offered me an internship opportunity, which... The Lord know I was struggling because it was like two um, internship opportunities that I received, but they didn't come through. So it was like getting your hopes up. and In that moment, my hope was not up. It really wasn't. But she's been reaching out to me. Like, I have her number. She checks in on me. She asks, like, what can I do? She asked me to reach out to, like, um, it was like the field instructor for our internship within our major and asks for what are the requirements because businesses, orga- organizations have to meet requirements to be considered as an internship. And she asks for all of that so they can scope that out and make sure I'm able to like apply and receive it. You know what I mean? Like she connected to me to like one of the pastors who's the leader of it. You know what I mean? So it was just helping me build even further connections so I can be able to gain this knowledge and experience. So you really do, it's like outside of just campus, possibly volunteering in your area as well and yeah maybe you not you know after you graduate I know I'm not going to stay in Cedar Falls Mm -hmm. but like those connections can go with me back to wherever I'm going or outside of that you know what I mean um so it's really just that and then I will also say like I think probably all campuses have this but like within your major they have clubs so you know, attend those clubs. You don't have to attend all the time. And they'll tell you that. Like, it's not required for you to come all the time. If a club says it's required, like, you might need to move. Because I don't know, mm-hmm. clubs requiring you to come all the time is very difficult because things just pop up. But it's not a club that um, requires you to attend all the time, like participation. But it does call Student Social Work Association. And they do a lot of things to help, like, social work students and um, give them opportunities. We talk about. Per- Like, professors, not in a bad way, but, like, how the professor professor, um, instruction goes. So, like, you can know if this is a professor for me. Like, they're just a little too hard and I'm not there yet. Like, I don't have the skills. Or, like, what's the best professor for you, best course at this time during the year. Like, you can build those connections within so that you can plan your courses correctly Mm -hmm. and you don't fail or, like, drop a class. You know what I mean? So that, I don't know, those are good networking things to do to build those connections. Like I said, networking is not where it starts or stops. Like, mm-hmm. you got to build connections with them. Just because you know people, okay, they know you, you know them. So what y'all doing? We just knowing each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just know each other. That's and you it. you
0: never know who somebody else can know. But in order to network, and in order to know these hidden resources and stuff like that, I think a common theme that we keep bringing up is having to seek to find. Yes. Having to seek to find. But in order to do that, you need to have a – level of humility. Um, So, I Mm. guess, like, how a question for us, for all of us, even y'all listening, is how do you go about asking for help and family? Because all these resources we're talking about, these are not the stuff that was just given to us or just sent in one email or just landed on our doorstep. We had to put ourselves out there. We had to admit to people, maybe if it's embarrassing, like, I'm broke or I don't have this or that or I'm struggling with this mentally, physically, whatever it is. So, how do we go about asking for help and humility, Monif? I'm going to let you take this away. Of how I go about asking no, for this No, just humility in general. <laughs> oh, and, I am going to And how woo! you go about asking. Because I feel like, okay, so we didn't just get to a point of just being able to ask. Like We had to right. have a level of humility. And I will say that we both evolved in that category. We didn't just always have that from the jump. Mm-hmm. We didn't because Mm-mm. I'm not going to speak on Monif. I'll speak on behalf of myself, b- being raised in a black household. like Asking for help is very taboo. Um, people already expect so little of you just Asking because of the help, color of my strong. skin. So it's like I can't ask for help because then I'm not strong or I'm dependent. Mm-hmm. So just and not independent. To, just having to overcome that and then just seeing how many doors opened after I overcame that. So just, yeah, no, humility. What no, is definitely. that? No, definitely.
1: And coming into that, like like I know we talked about the budgeting and the campus departments, food insecurity, scholarships, networking, connections. But like you said, we didn't get there yet because you have to have humility in Mm -hmm. order to get there. You know what I mean? So humility, by definition, is freedom from pride or arrogance. Mm. And I just feel like that pride or arrogance really, it just settles within me so smoothly Mm -hmm. because we are very prideful people, very arrogant people. Like we're very boastful, you know what I mean? And it's just like, and it's it's the definition of it that's almost so biblical because this was Google okay uh-huh, yeah. so I don't know if Google <laughs> went to church Google went to church <laughs> but I'm just saying like this was because you know we're gonna you know we're gonna connect it to God but it was just Google saying that like freedom from pride and and then freedom on top of that like this is as a black person freedom is very important for me within because there's there's been a time where it wasn't a, it wasn't an option to have that so. Humility is freedom from pride or arrogance. And then a way that we can show humility, just, and these are ways of like just being a college student and a person in general, mm-hmm. you can accepting criticism. Like, do you accept criticism? You know what I mean? Like, think yeah. about a time where you were not open. And not just criticism, I'm i am I'ma let me rewrite that constructive criticism. Cause there are people who would give criticism to try to bring you down mm-hmm. and like think that they're humbling you, but they're really hurting your feeling. Like the I can take constructive criticism because you're trying to help me. And that means like you are free from being prideful and arrogant to want to help and build somebody else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Then in all caps, knowing not just Thinking, oh, I need help, but it's knowing when you need help. And it's also asking for help. You can know all you want, but do you go about asking for help? Like we just talked about the scholarships, the food insecurity, those food pantries. Do when you know, do you also ask? Cause if you know but you don't ask, you're being prideful. Mm-hmm. Cause why why are you not seeking it? It's out there. You know what I mean? Like don't the worst thing somebody can ever say, and my parents always tell me that is no. That's just the worst thing somebody can say is no. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that the next person is going to say no either. Right. Then we also got understanding your faults and shortcomings, holding yourself accountable. Because if you have humility, you're going to hold yourself accountable so that you can build those skills and get better. You do have to fall to get back up and be better. You do got to stumble a little bit. It's not fun. Mm -mm. I don't like when I'm looking at the ground, I'm looking up, I'm like, yeah, I definitely fail Mm -hmm. because everybody looks taller than me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's like (laughs) – The view is a little different, so that means I definitely fumbled or something. Then we also got acknowledging you can improve and grow. There's, and I remember a professor told me this, there's never a point in your life where you can never improve and grow. You can always improve and grow. Maybe it gets smaller like that window, but at the same time you can always still improve and grow in life. And then it is giving up privileges to serve others. And that one I feel like is difficult for a lot of people. It's hard. And we all have to acknowledge we do have privileges. Do some have more than others? Of course. And it's, it's unfortunate, but we all have privileges that we can give up to serve others. You know, like, I have a privilege of going to school. And I said, God, show me how I can help more of my people. And it led me to volunteering at church. No, but God, I just asked him, like, what can I do more? Like I said, I have the privilege of... Of going to school And like yes I may have struggled In paying for things Or other resources But he still has me here mm-hmm. And I was like What can I do To help people He said And he helps me Prioritize school still It's not like I'm, It's not like Giving up on all the things That you're doing And just saying Okay I'm gonna go do this instead But he showed me How I can help people And still be able To do what it is That he has called me to do You know what I mean mm-hmm. So those are ways That you can show him and of course There's other ways right. You know what I mean Just being a kind Decent person Being honest you know, being trustworthy. Um, but it's definitely, you. in order to be have humility, you can't be prideful or arrogant. Mm-hmm. And I would never want to be prideful, especially arrogant. I feel arrogant is almost like a curse word because it, it <laughs> don't sound too nice. Okay, like, I
0: just put arrogance with disrespectful. Like, they're basically the same word. Like, treat others how you want to be treated. But um, I definitely putting your pride side can go a long way. Like I said, like I would have gotten none of the scholarships if I didn't. Had, like if i didn't have humility if i wasn't able to tell people i have no money if i cuz none of them none of those scholarships were stuff that was just on the website or sent in an email so if it, if i didn't put that pride aside my school would have been paid for if i didn't put my pride aside i wouldn't have got a whole bunch of free uh resources and supplies and such for school mm-hmm. if i didn't put that pride aside i wouldn't have been getting free food if i didn't put that pride like there's just a lot of things i got some gift cards and stuff like that like You got to put that pride aside. And even just like not even thinking about a money aspect, if I didn't put that pride aside, I wouldn't have had um, job opportunities. I wouldn't have had leadership opportunities. I wouldn't have been able to go to different conferences and such like that. Yes. You just got to put your pride aside, even for fun stuff. It don't got to be serious. It don't got to be as deep as money and finances. But even for that fun experiential and then just educational elevating mm-hmm. your your degree and stuff like that more things put on your resume you got to put exactly. your pride aside for that you can't just fig- like think that you you know it all and you can figure it out right people been around longer than you people have been in the field longer than you stuff like that people know stuff that you don't know
1: and that is okay mm-hmm. like imagine thinking you big stuff you big popping mm-hmm. and Yuki. somebody walk up to you and they're trying to have a conversation just to try to get like just a a feeling of who you are and you're being disrespectful. Like, you're not shaking their hand, not giving eye contact. And you, like you said, it's not Mm -hmm. financially or with food or whatever, but it's like that could have been an experience for you, Mm -hmm. an experience that you probably could have been on the stage sharing in 10 years, you know, encouraging other people. So, like, it's also about how you carry yourself. You have to carry yourself with humility. Like, yes, I don't know what you're going through with that day, but also I do believe in first impressions, Mm -hmm. point blank, period. Like, I'm not saying put on your best suit, Or nothing like that, but it's just how you carry yourself as a person. You can't take back that first impression of how they met you. Because, I mean, if they see you again, they'll be like, oh, they were very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. They weren't so welcoming. And I thought, oh, I thought they would have been good for this opportunity, but nope. And you just
0: missed it. And going off of that, like, I did a devotion. It was, like, a few years ago, and that still stuck to me. But I did one of my daily devotions, and um, I was just reading a book of the Bible, and I kind of— some summarizing not even going to go through Y'all a whole devotion On this podcast Because I will do that yeah, um, we will But basically like Even turning away Opportunities and help That's being prideful So while you're thinking Like you know When you're like Oh no you're good You're good And you think you're being A better person You're being prideful If somebody's offering you something Don't be quick to turn it down At all Like like why are you Like don't be putting Like other people Sometimes you think like Oh no I'm, I'm helping that person I'm letting them know Like they're good And I'm putting them above me But you're really putting Your pride above them. it's okay it? to accept a resource even if you didn't ask for it like some people whether you whether you're ready to admit it or not some people can just see that you you may need something here or there so they're just offering mm-hmm. it but just even turning down some of those resources um can you give an example i'm trying to think of an example like a, a college example
1: i mean maybe it's like a leadership position you know what i mean like i'm thinking because when you said that i'm thinking of in my mind, the first thing I think of is, is if do I have time? And for me, it's like if I don't have time, I I, I have turned down things because of it. And it's like, but maybe you couldn't negotiate. What What are they asking of you? What is the position? What are they asking you to do? And then can you fit it into your schedule? Because you gotta weigh the pros and the cons of it. Like, it am I gonna mm-hmm. come out a better person? With more lived experiences, more education, more knowledge, just because I think I'm being nice and saying no, you know I can't do that right now, or like I think someone else is better for it when they came to you for a you know, a particular reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I think the way like the way to word it better. I don't know if I'm wording it no, good because it just popped up in my mind. I didn't, I didn't prethink this. But if people offer you help and you yes. need the help, just accept it. Like, you don't have to, oh, no, you're good. Don't inconvenience yourself. If somebody offers you help and you need help, you're being prideful if you don't accept it. Like, you need the help. So I don't know why you're you're acting like you, like, why would you turn down help that you need?
1: Because God knows, he's not going to physically come down here and give you the help. He's going to send somebody to give you the help. So like you said, if, like, there's no reason, if I know I've been crying over this essay for the last week, and God has finally heard my cries and he's giving me hope. Like I'm talking about certified people, PhDs, all that. Yep. Why would I turn them down? Why would I turn down resources in the library that are there 24-7? Yeah, so a question for y'all. Is it better to be prideful
0: and struggling or humbled and helped? Mm. I'm going to say it one more time. Is it better to be prideful and struggling? Even if nobody uh-huh. sees the struggle, you know you're struggling. Is it better to be prideful and struggling or humbled and helped? You're humble, but you're living good. You're humble, but you're eating good. You're humble, but you you had a good experience. Like like what what, which one weigh the pros mm. and cons because for mm. me, um getting that financial assistance that was that was great. I was not worried about that. You but I was registered for my classes, getting those jobs, that was great. Um getting free supplies for classes and stuff like that, that was great. But if I wasn't humble, I would first I'd probably be struggling. Second, I probably just wouldn't even got them opportunities and. When it have added any value to my character and who I am today, so it's like exactly. that humility. It definitely goes a long way. There's a lot of resources on campus if you put yourself out there. So with that, I hope y'all. I hope y'all um, leave. Please, let, to be please humble. let that centered within I, I you. Let that meditate let on that matter, matter of fact. Resonate
1: with it. Meditate okay? on that word humble
0: and humility. Please. So, Monifa, what are your favorite resources on campus?
1: Okay, my top two. Favorite resource on campus is we call it the Panther Pantry, and that's obviously because of the mascot. Right, but right. <laughs> it's, it's basically the food pantry, and I really love it because I mean, like, you don't go in there and be greedy and over grab stuff, but they have a lot of stuff that maybe stores don't have, and maybe you didn't know that you needed. And, like, like you mentioned before, if I go there, and that's like twenty dollars worth of groceries. It's less that I have to spend out of my own pocket, mm-hmm. and there's also money that I can save because expenses pop up out of nowhere. My mm-hmm. car. She want to act up when she want to act yep. up, and we'll. You know what I mean? So it's like also keeping more money in your pocket for for them rainy days. I didn't. I didn't believe my parents when rain. Them rainy days been happening a lot. Okay, it's always yeah. raining, mm-hmm. and you got to check into that money. Um, And then also, like, we received dining dollars. So with the meal plan that I got, it was uh, instead of – I forgot specifically what it's called, but it's like you can pay for other people to eat, and so you have, like, those passes. Instead of passes, they Mm -hmm. just gave us an extra $100 in dining dollars. So with that – it's just, like, we also have convenience stores on campus. So, like, and it's just, like, going to Hy-Vee or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, instead of, like, say if you didn't have a car or something's going on with your car or you can't necessarily get a ride right now, you can go to the store on campus, walking mm-hmm. distance. Lily, ours is, like, right under the Piazza, which is, like, the dining area. And I could just, like, girl, I, I went to a get milk yesterday. I said, I want some cereal. Like, I, I was, first in my mind, I was, like, I'm going to go to the store. I said, are you crazy, girl? It's literally right there. You know what I mean? Right. So it's very convenient for me to go there sometimes when I just need like little stuff. Maybe I forgot something at the grocery store and it's also money that you're not spending out of your pocket as Definitely. well. So what are um your favorite school resources?
0: Um I'll also say the food pantry, um I will stay students listening, go to the food pantry. Period. And one thing I didn't even get off topic, but I just I had this conversation a few weeks ago. But I think a lot of Americans in general have a lot of pride um, our food pantry, you see all the international students in there, but I've tried to, like, I verbally have tried to tell people, like, go to the food pantry. They got this and that. They got cartons of eggs they handing out. They got gallons of milk and ground beef. Like, they be having stuff in there. Sometimes. Ground beef. You so I be it? telling people, I be like, go to the food pantry. And a lot of times the response is, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not struggling like that. But it's like, if the food pantry, our food pantry is not need based. You don't have to, like, qualify or nothing. It's for every single student like mm-hmm. on campus. So it's like, why are you not getting free food? And it's because you're quote unquote not struggling like that. You're too good to to get resources. Anyway, let me not get off topic. If if
1: you want to miss out on some groceries, go ahead. I ain't. going to That's what I'm you. saying.
0: Put humility. But my favorite uh, resource is the food pantry. They restock it every single week, mm-hmm. and like I said, be having some good stuff. Sometimes they be having that full size stuff, and a lot of times it'll be over twenty dollars worth of groceries, which is, is great for me because because i right. 'cause I'm gonna bring is, my own bag. Any dollar saved is a dollar saved. So they mm, be having that. TV. Um I also like our slot house of women's and gender equity, as I mentioned before, because they do have like food there too, but they also have ethnic hair care products, um, skin stuff, um, makeup for people, like, you know, just they have other stuff in there too in that resource room. But I do love going there to get even more food, <laughs> things like that. Um, I think another resource, which is also like my job, but like being an RA, just because we be having a lot of events, there's always some leftover food. Always, I don't know, they be overbuying. That budget be high, but you always gonna leave with a little something. And then um, our Multicultural Student Services, also referred to as MSS for short. um, Just going in there, I just know I just go in there if I got a question and my stuff being resolved quick. Like you just gotta, like going back to the networking part, just. Getting acquainted. Make sure the people at the front desk know. Even the, not even just the people at the front desk. People who are in the back in the offices. But I also go there if I have questions on like resources I need to find that are specific to my needs at that time. But those are my favorite school and mm-hmm. uh, campus resources. But yeah, I think we you know we covered a lot in this episode. Have. You know, save money, live better. But there's a lot of things to save money, live better, and it's not right. just about money. Money. Think about that live better part. It's the the live better part really It's not always it's speaking just about volumes. money we're, we're not on here telling you how to um how to get quick uh rich quick we're because we're college students
1: as well baby we uh, there's no side hustle going on just yet okay because you a, also got to think about your time you're mm-hmm. you do dedicate a lot of time to college like you i mean i don't know who come to college just to fumble to waste their time because them classes is not free not. You know what I mean? And the focus is college. But there's also like we talked about, there's other things that have to go. It's not just attending class. There's so much more behind the scene. And don't be afraid to ask. Don't Remember, it's not just about knowing. It's also about asking. That's when the humility come in. Because just because you know don't mean you're going to ask. And when someone is giving you something, an opportunity or resource, simply just help. Don't turn it down because you think you're being... Nice. You think that you're being nice to them. They're actually trying to help you and there's nothing wrong with receiving help because somebody wants to help them as well and they're just passing it forward. Mm-hmm. Period.
0: Yeah, we, we we talked about a lot. We did. Um are there any closing thoughts anything? Feel like the people just if, if out of all the information we gave, what is the one thing is just like this
1: this is your first step. Um I don't know. It's just I guess just have a have a moment with God and just talk to him. Like, he's going to tell you what you're doing wrong and what you need to do better. Because there was times that I had no type of humility in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I was being prideful. And I was probably being arrogant. I don't really like that word because it's so harsh. <laughs> but I was probably being arrogant. And it's, it doesn't get you nowhere. Like, it please don't... remember that. Being prideful and arrogant don't get you nowhere. You're probably going to 360, which means you're going in a circle. You're yeah. not doing a 180. You're doing a 360. You're going in a circle.
0: De- definitely. Think Any last words? My last words is, I guess, just the, if you got anything out of here, I hope you just got humility. And we didn't talk about it, but gratitude as well. Um, there's there's a lot of resources out there, and you never know until you open your mouth because there's resources and, and opportunities I do not even know of mm-hmm. until I open my mouth. Um, and then just gratitude as well because... Realizing, like, what do you really need? What don't you really need? What do you actually already have? Do you have a, a place that you live and you're comfortable at that place? Yes. Do you have food provided? Yes. Are your bills paid? Yes. Do you have your school supplies? Yes. Maybe you don't have that 30-inch bust-down, middle part, with lace, mm. with the edges, pre-plucked, Come pre-bleached. On. Maybe you don't have that, <laughs> but you have so much more. And, like, for me, like, gratitude, like, I be having to tell God thank you every day because I have this apartment to myself. Yeah. And I just I just can sit in the living room barely clothed. That TMI probably I could just sit in the living room comfortable. But it's comfortable. Like and comfortability. It's like, you know, I, I am blessed. So just, you know, that gratitude definitely gets yes. you much farther and makes you feel much more richer. But that's my closing words, and right. that's all that we have for you guys. That concludes
1: today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the love.
0: We post bi weekly on Mondays and bi weekly on Thursdays to our YouTube.
1: You can reach us on our website, blackgirlincollege.com, and on our Instagram at Podcast to give us some feedback. And
0: also to see what we are working on. So we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Beep.